Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm not wearing pants. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the news, episode 37, uh, whatever you'd like to call it. Brief disclaimer. Mm-hmm. So, over the last three or four weeks, the, the news has been somewhat sparse. Um, the news is not sparse this week. Nope. So we and or you are staring down the barrel of a really, really long episode because we've reached the point where basically we just sit here and talk for a couple of hours. Yeah. With this much news to cover, I I honestly think we could do a full three-hour episode. We probably could. We're going to try and not to do that. you know how long this episode is going to be. <laughs> we don't. You know beforehand. So we're going to try to go through it at a reasonable rate, giving our opinions and not trying to rant too much, but... We make no promises is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off with our one backwards compatible game this week. One. There's there's only one. Which It's a good one. It it is. It's a really good one. one. It's it's one that a lot of people have requested. Yes. Black Um, Ops. Yes. Fantastic. The first first Black Ops game and the the one with the crazy shoveling story twists. (laughs) Yes. Which I think I've already spoiled at one point on Maybe. the show. Maybe. We won't do it this time, because yeah. now you have the ability to play it backwards compatible on your Xbox One. So, yeah. if you haven't played it, play it, because it's going to be really heavily it's heavily discounted on Xbox 360. Um, this is how backwards compatibility should be. Give me something good. Yeah. Don't give me trash and maybe something good every now and then. Yeah. Um, but again, I wish they would just tell people in a better way other than a Twitter post. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. Yeah, Black Ops One. Yeah, continuing in in Call of Duty news stuff, uh, we know a little bit more about Infinite Warfare. Uh, first off, it it is now the the most downvoted video on YouTube re- regarding gaming. Oh, regarding gaming. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I think I think it is actually second to on the YouTube. female Ghostbusters. I, I, I don't know what first is. Okay. But I that one has what, like what the I, biggest disparity. Yeah, it's it. it's it's outrageous. But but yeah, so uh, it's it's going to include some on rail shooting and space battles. Yeah. Um. So we we don't know a whole lot about the story. We know they're going to space. <laughs> um. On rail shooting. I assume that means we'll be in like some type of futuristic minecart that goes between asteroids or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Or maybe, they, maybe okay, someone's internet, piloting for you maybe, and you're not the pilot. Yeah. Um, so, Call of Duty is, is in a really weird position mm-hmm. because they have been at the at the top of the sales charts yes. on everything for everything. Even doing for, the exact same thing over and over again, they're still at the top of the sales charts. Well, the the thing is that they're they're iterating a little bit, yeah. but they, they can't go too far mm-hmm. or else the, the Call of Duty audience stands up and goes, Grr, this is not even Call of Duty. Because Black Ops 3 was like pushing it to me. Yeah. That was pushing it. It was like, okay, we're going a little futuristic here. And yeah. Which, was good, but, that's, but that's the way they had been going because um, you got uh, ghosts and advanced warfare. Yeah. Like they had been moving that direction and they were kind of being pushed by uh, uh, Titanfall. Yes. And and I get that. But I, I wonder how much how much further they can go on this yeah. as, as a as a call of, as a passive call of duty observer <laughs> this is fascinating to me and uh this this story mm-hmm. setting whatever is appealing to me yep and and it makes me it's it's different enough that it makes me more interested in it as a passive viewer i can't wait to see how this plays out for uh call of duty and battlefield because they both went, we're going. Oh, 
I can't wait to see that. And as much I love sci-fi. If anyone who knows me, they know they love sci-fi. But I'm gonna play Battlefield. Yeah. And I'll probably pick up Call of Duty because of the show. I'll I'll play this for you guys. But um, man, Battlefield looks great. Call of Duty just looks like this is gonna jump the shark. I may be wrong, but it looks like they're going to jump the shark, and we'll see uh, if they do, and we'll see how many of you guys got that reference. From Software released... Okay. They released, retracted, and released a patch. Yes. Um, Dark Souls 3 is is dealing with a lot of of PvP issues, and and they're they're trying to fix them. They're trying to keep people from getting screwed by them. They're they're banning indiscriminately, restoring people. Like they're they're just having a really really hard time dealing with the online community. Um, and they released a patch that was that was supposed to kind of address a lot of those issues and and fix stuff. But um, it actually broke certain sections of the game. People would would get into a state where, like the the game in its entirety, just froze and wouldn't come back. And so people had to reset. They 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 lost progress. They died. Their PvP sections mm-hmm. messed up. And and FromSoft went, <laughs> okay, we'll take our <laughs> patch back. Fix 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 fix. Yeah, that. Sorry. And the second one, the, the second version of the patch seems to have worked. Um, I mean, I'm I'm playing on console, so I'm not I'm not dealing with most of the things that yeah. that are being dealt with here. But um, so what what I have is basically from from the internet at large how much noise it's making, yeah. and uh, it it seems to have fixed the problem. But there there are still a lot of issues. And we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at that. How many glitches have you ran into? I only ran into. Well, I showed you the. I have I have that video. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Link link I'll, to that I'll, because that, I'll put it up. Here. That was fun. I wish that I had uh, I. Recorded during it because I, or I should have just shared it immediately. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I got stuck in the swamp uh, between some rocks. And I couldn't roll out of them or get out of them, and then I died. It just went, oh, you're dead. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I get it. Maybe that's some type of failsafe where they're like, okay, you can't, you're stuck. You have to die to get out. So then I ran back. Homeward bone. Yeah, I should have. There's done a mechanic. That. I should have done that, but I was rolling, 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 and then, well, yeah, then it just died me. It, well, it it died me for me. It it died me. Yeah, it it I I died. Without giving, I mean, maybe I could have realized, oh, I'm stuck, a homeward bone. Yeah. Roll, 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 roll. I don't know what's going on. Ah! That's basically what happened. So I was like, okay, I need to get back there to get the souls. Yeah. Except the souls are stuck in between those rocks. Yep. So it wasn't that many souls. It was kind of frustrating. It was frustrating because I died. I think that the death was a glitch itself. I think that I got stuck and that was a glitch. And I think the death was a glitch because I've not seen where someone tried to get out of a situation that they were stuck in mm-hmm. where they died. That's what a homeward bone's for. Yeah. And I have a, I don't know, 18 of them. I mean, they're they're really generous with them this time around. Very. Okay. Enough we'll, Dark we'll, Souls. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we typically do Dark Souls as a separate video, but that, that news It was, was important. It, it was important news for watching. Yeah. So there's a gamer tag frenzy is what we're going to call it. Yep. Um, basically, the stale gamer tags that people have not been using. If your the account was closed or whatever. Well, there were there know. were also people uh, if because for the first year or two, um, 
there there wasn't an ability to change the email address associated with an account yep. unless you had access to the original one. So a lot of a lot of gamer tags got dropped there. Correct. Um, so you can go back yeah, and get your old gamer tag. But yeah, apparently there were over one million gamer tags available, and uh, if you if you accept if you Okay. Apparently, this is on May 18th, by the way. So it happened last week, but right. Yeah. But it, 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 those those tags continued to be open. So mm-hmm. if if there's a gamer tag that you have wanted, go for it. And if you accepted, because like when you're when you're setting up your gamer tag, you can accept a random assortment of words and numbers. And if you did that, accidentally, I did. If you did mm-hmm. that, then you can uh, change once for free. Otherwise, it's a ten dollar charge, which is not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And um, more than we can do on PlayStation. Yeah. So so yeah. So a bunch of a bunch of gamer tags are up and available, and I I hope that this becomes a thing that that they do more frequently with other systems because like my girls, if Twitter's still around by the time they're 13, 14, yeah. there's nothing left. Like honestly. Yeah. I don't know what's supposed to happen with that. And I you had a bunch of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And and well, even Leet Speak, I, I feel like is is even those are going. We to We all be know Leet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. But anyway, so so I I think, and this this is my proposal, mm-hmm. but I think that if something has been completely dormant, with no activity for eighteen months, mm-hmm. then if there is a secondary account set up that you can like link to or whatever, because like I have I have like. Yahoo accounts, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I have any mail that comes there forwarded to my current email address. Mm-hmm. And so if they sent me an email from there to my new address that they have saying, hey, we're, we're shutting down this one. Thanks. Bye. Then, you know, give me a month, 30 days to, to, to reclaim to it. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, that goes back out to being available yeah. because I don't think I even can cancel like an email address or whatever, and so eventually you can, you can close out emails. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll do that, and maybe darkside underscore moon at yahoo.com will become available. And then you can go grab that. Halo 5's Forge, which is the the map generator pack, yeah. is coming to Windows for free. The game, nope. But you can make maps, which. Yes, it is way easier to do that mm-hmm. on on a computer with mouse and keyboard. <laughs> I did really like uh, in the in the the notes about this coming out. They said uh, added to Forge for the Windows version, mouse and keyboard support. Duh. <laughs> Obviously, if you didn't include that, you didn't you didn't actually move anything, and how, you should be hit. How many people are? I mean, okay. Well, see, the thing is that it's it it is easier to build on a mouse and keyboard, on a mouse and, keyboard. Oh, and, and copying and pasting and like yeah. I, I think I think that the the user generated content will get better because of this. I think so. Um, I think so. Is it a sign that wi- that Halo Five is coming to Windows? No. I I, I, I really yes. I really don't think that's going to happen. I say yes. Okay. Uh, prediction by year's end. Uh, no, it'll be next year. Okay, so by by the end of 2017. Oh yeah, you'll have it. Okay, by the end of 2017. Yeah, will not happen. You don't think it will happen, right? So if if by I'll the if by the end of 2017 it has not happened, you lose. With the UWP stuff that they're that they're trying to do. Yeah, but this is not written in that. And it's not written in that. But I think they're going to 
Nope, they're going to do it. Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> we will see. You will see. So, we've talked a lot about VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the year of VR. Um, that is the Chinese calendar year. Uh, it goes rat, greyhound, and then VR. So Followed now, by dire wolf. Yes. I can't wait for that. Yeah, but right now we're in, in the year of VR. And uh, we have a new challenger. A new challenger year. <laughs> Google. Yes. So And it's and it's this year in in the fall, they're they're giving us daydream VR mode coming to to Android systems uh and or higher. We still don't know what, what the word is. Yeah. Um What NECA wafer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's always candy and it, ice it, cream. It, it and is it is always candy. Neapolitan. Nilla wafer. Nilla wafer, okay. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm getting hungry. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry, but, but yeah. So coming to Android and yeah. this fall, and and uh, Android systems starting this fall yeah. and and beyond that are going to be uh, compatible with it, and so it's going to have like the the Google Cardboard thing, and this makes I'm sense with the whole HTC Vive that kind of thing that's, yeah. that's going on. Um, and, and so it's going to be it's going to be a cheap way to get those experiences that I'm always talking about, where where we get to go to museums and and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that that'll be the most fun part and I, really I will absolutely because so. like uh, because of the way that, that uh, kids brains develop and stuff most of the VR people have said okay don't don't give a VR system to someone under 12 yeah. and so at this point until I see what From is making I'm not going to buy it but but this one I can do that I can, I can put it on my phone I'll bring, I'll bring mine over or bring my Sony okay. VR over so you can play. All right. <laughs> I'll let you. Yeah. So, yeah. Hideo Kojima uh, and Kojima Productions mm-hmm. have revealed the, the mascot. The, the rest of the mascot. The rest of the mascot. Because, because we, the mascot we'd, turned we'd seen the head was he, the logo. And at one point he was like, oh, yeah, there's a body to that. <laughs> We're like, okay. Well, I... I assumed that it had something to do with what he was working on. Uh-huh. I assumed that um, you know, kind of like uh, like Gears of War has like the cog with the, right. the skull. But I don't like go, okay, where's the full version of that? Where's the rest of him? I don't usually yeah. do that when it comes to a logo. I thought that was just a logo. Yeah. And he did say it hints at what they're working on and everything. Um, yeah, but his hints are not helpful. No. Nobody's ever guessed anything nope. by his hints. Nope. So uh, I... I it's cool. It's yeah. kind of it's, it's, going it's a, towards it's what I thought it was going to go for. Space robot yes. guy and who might be dead. Yeah, maybe is he, is he dead or was that an X-ray? Could be both. Could be both. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Again, this is just a little little taste of of it, but. It looks cool. I'm glad that he unveiled it. I just want to see more of what he's working on. We yeah. know he's working on something action oriented, and he specifically said um, it's gonna. It's not as. What I gathered out of it was it's not going to be as crazy in depth as a lot of his other stuff. Yeah, it's going to be more straightforward. They're they're playing. Uh, he's got his team playing Uncharted and some other games. Mm-hmm. And he, he he said that that people who who enjoy today's action mm-hmm. games are going to be comfortable with what what he's working on. Which I think is great. It's like, yeah. I mean, Metal Gear was a great example of that. That game, you could go stealth. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go 
all in, but it was hard. It was yeah, that and that the the game was kind of designed to encourage you yes. to rely on. But the action was great in that game. Yeah. So I think that and it, it worked. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to whatever it is that he's working on. Yeah. We do know a little bit more about that because yes. um a, a little while ago we were reporting on on him doing his his world tour with Mark Cerny and God, I would have loved to have sit, just just be able to just walk along with them and and just absorb kind of the the conversations that yeah. they had. Uh, anyway, so they they were kind of vague about what they were doing there, and he would be like, "Yeah, we're we're looking for the latest in technology," and everybody went, "All right, hey, you you do you." He was meeting with like J.J. Abrams and all kinds of people. Yeah. And and seeing and and getting to see what studios were working on stuff like that, and and now he's revealed okay, because uh, Konami owns the the Kojima engine, mm-hmm. which or Fox engine, yes, um, and so he he and his team can't work on that, and he would prefer to make his own engine, and I I would guess he has people working on that, but he wants to be able to get a game out quicker, yeah. So at least for the first title. He's going to be using someone else's gear, and that's and that's what he was that's what he was looking for. Is he was kind of going to all these different because he toured with like like Crytek, and he went to Epic, and yep. he went to uh, whoever it is that makes Frostbite. Um, but yeah, just kind of checking out the different engines and seeing what they were, what he could do with them, yeah. and and so yeah, so that's that's what that tour was all about. <laughs> I'm glad because part of me thought is is he just doing this because he can. Is he actually? And what what was the actual reason? Because yeah, part of it I thought was just him going out there and going, "Hey, I'm well, I mean, free. he'd been locked in <laughs> free. <laughs> he, he'd 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 been in there for a while." Yeah. Um, slight tangent, but uh, have you seen? Because this has to do with Hideo Kojima in different languages. Have you seen the earpieces that they're coming out with that'll translate Babblefish? Yeah, basically. <sighs> I want a Babblefish. So there, uh, it's it's. Thumbs up for all of you that got that reference. Or if you didn't get that reference, uh, it's like the Universal Translator in Star Trek. Yeah, but cooler because it's a fish. Yeah, so they it's a little earpiece mm-hmm. that uh, goes in your ear, and you, I guess you have to set it beforehand. I don't know exactly how that works. To, to whatever language whatever. it's going to translate from and to. Yeah. So you can sit and have a conversation with someone who speaks French, and you can speak English, mm-hmm. and the translator in your ear will translate what I'm saying into French. Yeah. Or in this case, Japanese. So you can have a conversation face to face with someone without having to involve a third with, party with interpreter. Or, yeah, which is um, great. Yeah, and I I, sus- I I haven't seen this particular model that you're talking about, but I suspect that it has that it works in a very similar fashion to Google Translate. Yes, because you can set that, and all you have to do is whoever's talking touches, and then they speak, and it will translate to the other one and yeah. back and forth, and that's. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's amazing. I love it. And uh, when it becomes available, wherever I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to. Um, well, the only thing that it's going to be great for me, but it'll be amazing when when everyone can have their hands on this, because then I can go up to someone who doesn't speak my language when I'm in their country, mm-hmm. and I can, you know, yeah, I try to be courteous and everything, but. But we also know that any phrases that we learn are butchered, <laughs> butchered, like, or they're oh, inappropriate. American, yeah, or or yeah, or both. Yes, it, it could be poorly pronounced profanity. Yeah, 
that's that's happened before. Exactly. So I, I just doesn't doesn't protect you from hand gestures that can be obscene. Because I mean, don't. Yep. Nope. Yeah. yeah it don't. Is? Don't. Yeah. What's it? Uh, um, does it? Does that mean? Is it's, it's like I, I don't I don't remember what country it is. I I, I feel like it's Korea or Vietnam or something something kind of in that area. Um, but yeah, this, this one is I, I don't know what it means. I know what this means. Yeah, I know this is rude. I know this one, but I don't think anybody does that nope. on accident. But uh, I know this this one is it's it doesn't mean necessarily mean something. But right, it's but it, it is it it's is demanding. Rude. Yeah. So that's why in Disney um, they actually do this. It's actually over this way. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like. Yeah. And it also looks looks nice. It's over here. It's over here. <laughs> Please come this way. Yeah, it's nice. The division is getting its second bit of uh, of free DLC, right, um, which is out today. It's out today, so grab it if you're playing the division. Um, um, I know they're trying to get more and more people to keep coming. They keep saying, "Oh, we have nine nine point five million registered players, ten million registered players." How many people are actually playing? Yeah, they're 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 throwing a lot of numbers. That it's it's kind of like when they whenever they give a ship's numbers, it's like. Okay. No, I, I, I know that that's indicative of a thing. No, it's not the actual number. That's the amount of units it's, that shipped to a store. Well, it's 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 based on it's based on predictions, yes. which can be very accurate. But like we talked about last week with Disney Infinity, they can also be wildly inaccurate. It really can be because rest, it's rest because that Infinity. that stuff is really hard to read. Yeah, and so ship numbers um, are yeah. So past, past performance not being a guarantee of future exactly. success is exactly. kind of how that works. Um, but yeah, they, they have more DLC and, and conflict. And I think this has the second raid or something. Yeah. I don't know. You it's, tell it's us. It's the second raid thing from what I've heard. Um, it's a second thing in Division. And feel free to tell us if, if you care. And let us know if you're playing Division. I don't Division. think we do. Well, the three people that we'll, I know that... We will report on it. The three people that I know that bought it like day of we're playing it hardcore and they played it for like three weeks yeah and then they were back playing destiny or whatever they were playing so so it, it kind of did the titanfall thing but Dar but but this one was supposed to evolve a lot more yes. a lot faster and it hasn't evolved fast enough and people were irritated by the um the exploits and stuff yeah. like that in the dark zone so um we'll see we'll see how it hap how we'll see what happens with this um you know, kind of, and tell you what happens to the ecosystem as much as we can. Tell yeah. us what's happening if we don't know. Right, you because because like we said, they're they're not really giving us substantive numbers that we can draw conclusions from. They're yeah. just kind of saying, no, 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 it's it's fine. Don't don't worry fine. about it. We'll be we'll be we'll be all right. Don't. Here's some numbers. Here's numbers. Look, their numbers are great. Uh, the numbers are great. Very We're dangerous. not investors. Who is this? What's your operating yeah. number? Yeah. Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two was announced. Yes, and it's it's it, it's a it's a it's a fighter one it's with the things with an open worldy kind of thing. Yeah, and, and it's also going to be uh, PS4 only in Japan. But here it's going to come out Xbox and all that. Yep. I guess. Well, I mean, there, there's, what, it's 150 Xbox Ones 172. in Japan? 172. There's 172 <laughs> Xbox Ones in Japan. So That's the problem. They called it an Xbox. That's the problem. That means something different in other countries. Speaking of means something different in other countries and all that. Yeah. Uh, so, so No, we, it means we... no. No box. Okay. So, all right. So we, we've... 
Okay, I feel like we've offended a good chunk because, like, who we've else been, can we? Have, can, well, we even included the. <laughs> there we go, and now, now we can, now we can, yeah, check off the Americans. This looks fun. Um, oh, the white looks, ones, anyway. It looks fun. Um, <laughs> it's it's a fighting Dragon Balls. It's it's fighting Dragon Ball game, which could be fun. Um, Whitney loved these like back oh, in yeah? the day. Yeah, it, completely random, but she used to play a lot of them. So. Um, I might check it out just to be like, hey, you remember? Try this. Get her okay. opinion of it. Because it, it looks okay to me. It, it looks okay, but it does look very true to the Dragon Ball universe. So I will yeah. give them that. They've really hit that spot on. But uh, we'll see how the game goes. Um, no you know, release date, obviously. Just kind of an announcement. But right. it's good stuff. Pokemon Go was announced quite a while ago. Yes. Um, and they're now looking for, for testers. So right. sign up to be a field tester for them, which is great that they're doing this because you need to crowdsource this kind of thing. You absolutely do. Um, and and this is this is actually uh, something very familiar with mm-hmm. this because uh, the people that made it, yeah. uh, they're, they're the same people that made uh, the, the Portal Google game back in the day. And this is the same thing they did with that, too. Yeah. They, they released it to a certain... Uh, certain areas and then they expand and expand expand and then eventually they're like okay everybody's got it all right now you're playing the official one here's one last patch <laughs> and then they continue to patch it and this is this is how they do it so yep. um this this is limited right now to australia new zealand and the u.s um but i mean i'm in one of those places mm-hmm. so that makes me happy it and sounds I, like I, something fun i i've i've set up to potentially be a tester and because because like as a truck driver mm-hmm. i feel like i've got a good advantage and i could i could check out some stuff and find and like i could i could bring californian pokemon back here and trade and all that kind of especially stuff. if they're like hub because it's been really it is, small wi-fi hub based yeah because yeah. that's how um the street pass Mm-hmm. Uh, also has Wi-Fi hubs, so if you can get a Wi-Fi hub at uh, like McDonald's or whatever, because that's M- McDonald's is. A, if you guys didn't know, yeah. McDonald's is a Wi-Fi hub for Street Pass. Best Buy is, so you don't necessarily have to go to Best Buy. Yeah. You could you could go to McDonald's and get a coffee or whatever or a burger if you're into that. Um, well, see, and the uh, let's see, three places that I stop have uh-huh. have McDonald's in them. Okay, and they're travel stops. Which means those are like every time I come through there, there's going to be new stuff. That's cool, and that's that's going to be fun. If you if you can have a hub through that, or if it allows you to have access to them, I don't know if you'll be able to straight up trade or how it will be, but it'd be really I, I, cool. I feel like that it's probably going to be a because of because of what we've seen in in Pokemon and Nintendo games in the past. Yeah, I feel like it's going to have to be a deliberate system where where it's not left like the street street pass is because that's a system that can be. More more easily gamed yeah. for uh, an advantage. Sure. What what they could do, uh, you guys have played Pokemon X and Y. Uh, I don't, you didn't play, right? I played a little bit. A little bit. So a little you bit can, of yours, actually. You can you can trade. That's right. You can trade Pokemon on uh, on the internets. Right. At random. Yeah. You throw. You take your Pokemon. You go. I don't want this one. Throw it away, and then you get a random Pokemon. Yeah. So it could be that. Maybe you get there and you go, okay, truck, 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 and then you get whatever ones yeah, you want. I can see that. That could be cool. Um, you know, because you, you can only get so many Caterpies or whatever, so it'll be cool. I think the, also the idea... 
I like the idea of geocaching for a lot of reasons, yeah. but I think this is a really cool way to integrate that with, you know, like the video game aspect. And uh, it could be something just fun to do with some friends. Well, one of the other things, and this is this is one of the things that I, I really like about Pokemon Go, is the original idea of Pokemon is based on people who go out and collect insects. Yes. And and or or people who do bird watching. And, and you're, you do you're that trying in a group. to go out into yeah, yeah and you, you're going out into the wild to see these things. Yes. And so this is the most meta way that they can do that is they're actually having people go out. Yeah. And uh and I I, I haven't confirmed this, mm. but I have heard rumors that they're going to actually put like the water based Pokemon into water. It'd be really cool if they put them in water or near water. Yeah, in water is not a good idea because you're going to literally kill people by doing that. <laughs> well, I was thinking, Please like, have, don't do that. Uh, I mean, I didn't think that. I just thought, like, someone would have to get a boat or a paddleboard or if you're talking about, like, a yes, lake. Yes, somebody's going to do that. Somebody else is not going to and is trying to... <sighs> this is the first thing that I thought was, I was like, hey, we should get a bunch of water Pokemon. How about we go to the lake? And then you get like a paddleboard, and you go in yeah. the water, and you also have a fun time. Yeah, that—that's the thing. That, that, that I, sounds cool. You bring them back. I don't want to go outside. I keep. I was gonna say because I keep thinking of these different different things of going. Hey, we should go to downtown. You know, around. You know, whatever. Because if they put Dude, these around like museums arboretum. and stuff, exactly. Our breeding would be a that would be cool. Because because that's that's outdoors inside. Yes, that's my favorite thing about it. To to put these in places like that where you're going to a a well-known park or a museum or arboretum is a great example of it um the uh what is it the gardens i can't remember what it's called there's there's different places like that around our cities um but the to be able fort to do Worth that water gardens yeah that one i like the fort Worth water See? gardens uh there's so many places you could you could they could conveniently go there's a hub there's a hub there's a hub and you one, don't one have thing. to research a lot of them you can go huh water huh insects and then you can make a day I out also of it. I also like the idea and I, I hope that they do this um, suggestions where people yeah. could be like hey in my area there's this section that would be perfect for it'd be great yeah and since they have 700 what is it 750 now yeah come on you've, you've got some there are there, there's a lot there's of more than that. Maybe more than variety that, there. There's a lot of variety, and if they do it the right way, it'll not only create geocaching, but you can create um, what what I think the best way to do this would be for you to for it to be another part of your of a day trip to you know a museum or a park or whatever. Yeah. Go down there, enjoy the park, and while you're there, do this and, and get some Pokemon. So yeah. sign up to be a tester. Yeah. And speaking of, of plants yeah. and outside and things, um, plants and, and zombies and gardens and warfare—they're uh, getting a huge update. Yeah, and it's they need it. like they're 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 getting a bunch of a bunch of new creatures, a bunch of new maps, a bunch of and like uh, I, I I glanced at, at this game and was like, huh, that's a combination of two things that I'm mostly not interested in. But yeah. I bet a lot of people are. And we're talking about Plants vs. Zombies 2, by the way. Um, yeah. Not Plants vs. Zombies 1. And not I said Garden Warfare. And that, Garden Warfare. That's that, true. That's true. Yeah. That should section of it. I just want to make sure people know that. Uh, because I know a ton of people who 
don't have any interest in picking this one up. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to to get people to to come in and pick it up or play and, have, make the people who retain are the retain the people that are exactly. there. And I I really appreciate that this is a free update that they're pushing out. This is not a DLC thing, which considering the the monetization platform that they chose yeah. for uh, Plants vs Zombies two, which was awful. Yes. Let, let me let me give you some money, and then you give me a game that it's it's worked for decades. <laughs> let me do it. We've been doing this for forty years now. Come on, it's not so, hard. Yeah, EA Access is going to be free for Xbox uh, Gold members. Uh, yeah, gold rough, member. roughly around. <laughs> nice, um, but yeah, this, this is roughly going to be around E three, and mm-hmm. you can you can kind of check that service out and and see what it's what yeah. it's all about and. EA Access has has been slowly. I we haven't been reporting on this, but they have been slowly building that arsenal, and and they haven't really been bringing games out of it. Because I I felt like it would be a thing where they would be like, all right, here's a game. Yep. Here's a game. Rotation. Yeah. Yeah, and a rotation yeah. system. But they, except for like model years and or not model years, but the the sports game oh, year sure, things, sure. which that's fine. Yeah. yeah, and like right now, I think you have last year's. Uh, Basketball or not basketball, but uh, soccer and football. Okay. So uh, I was yeah, gonna say I mean, they haven't come out with the 2017s, have they? I don't think so. I don't think so either. These things confuse me, like cars. Yeah. It's like the 20. It's 2016, but the 2017s are coming out. Right. But it's not 2017. So you have to. You have to. You have to do a clearance. It's not on this year's stuff in like June. Yeah. But it's and not then even, another one in October, it, December. But it's not even the fiscal year. No. The fiscal year already confused. Like, I, 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 the fiscal I kinda, year is ending get... next month. Yeah. But I'm like, but the fiscal year And that one uh... that one really irritates me because um because of the way that it screws with release dates. Yeah. And and where it makes them more like, no, we have to get this we have to release this one by whenever. Did you hear about Capcom's statement last week? It's it's not in the doc, no. but okay. So Capcom made a statement kind of like Sega did a little while ago this uh, they they came out and they said hey we're gonna focus more in the future mm-hmm. on completing games before they're released <laughs> good for you it's like good for you yes cool thank you please 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 do that always yeah um it's kind of the it, thing you should be doing always the 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 only positive that I that I see out of it and I'm, I'm trying to look at it with a positive air is it's not often that a company comes out and says, "Hey, we uh, we didn't we didn't do what we should have done last time." And this yeah. is them acknowledging Street Fighter V was shipped before it was ready, and what 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 was available right away was not a full sixty dollar game. Oh, it and was, they, but it was locked onto the DLC on the disc. Well, and and <laughs> and like story mode, single player stuff wasn't even wasn't on the there. Disc. Yeah, sorry, and so Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. So so there 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 was a lot of content mm-hmm. that that they just should have made available. Yeah, I agree. And if if you don't have it, wait. Yeah. So, but that's I, not and that's not how games should be. I shouldn't it's, go. It's, it's I shouldn't not how go. Games should... Oh, this new game's coming out. I'll wait six months and then I'll get it because then I'll be right. Yeah. The only time that makes sense is with an MMO, and you go. You know what? I'm gonna wait. Okay, a little bit of bugs, but also for the economy. That makes sense because you get an eco- a stable economy in an MMO. Perfect. Well, if you if you get into an unstable economy in an MMO, MMO, you can, you can make ungodly amounts of money. I do that. If you if you 
know how to manipulate those systems. And I, I, World of Warcraft I, want, day. I want to figure out how to give uh, Tyson, mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show, I want to figure out how to give him enough money yeah. to do that in real life. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that he can double whatever money I give him in a year yeah. and then exponentially increase it after that. So, Tyson, we need you to do that. Yeah. I'll give you some money. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll create like a... We could create like a pub fund. We could. Like push that. But he, he does actually have a job now, so he's he's probably less available. Yeah, he's working for Gearbox. <laughs> really enjoying it, too, apparently. Good. Like, Good. He, he volunteered for OT this weekend. So, yeah, good for him. <laughs> speaking of EA, and they, sp- and speaking of people saying I screwed up, no, because they they didn't say it was a screw up. They said that this is why it happened. Yeah, and we'll do better next time. They did say um, we'll do better. They they said that we'll we'll do better with the with the Metacritic score on future iterations, which if that's Yes, yeah. that is that is a metric. Yes, that is a a. a, a it's it? the best metric. I mean, you're it is it is a meta. It is uh, an aggregate of all these different critics, and telling you what the average is. It is the Rotten Tomatoes of uh, of gaming. But yeah. Rotten Tomatoes also includes mm-hmm. like public perception. Whereas Metacritic is only the the professional critical whatever, but it and will tell you it will tell you the it, difference. It, it, tell, tell it tells you a lot, but there have been games that have been critically acclaimed and yeah. still failed. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. But um, they said that the the reason that they didn't put a campaign in there is because they wanted to get it out. In Star Wars, they wanted to get it yeah. out in Battlefront before Force Awakens came out. Um, the the underlying thing that I heard is. Because honestly, we didn't know how it was going to do. Like we were excited, yeah. but we didn't know that Force Awakens was going to be as good as it was. And if it if 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 Star Wars died again, Battlefront needed to get out while we were still excited about Star Wars. Star Wars was not going to die like it did before. No, it it, it, it nev- could have died never, in a different way. It it won't it won't die again. Um, it may drone off when people get tired of it. But that may be a long time. We are what ten years into the MCU, the Marvel yeah. movies, and they're really, 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 really good. Yes, the last and one successful. was amazing and had an amazing Spider-Man in it, and I'm just loving it. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I had I had somebody text me this week and be like, "Hey, I I have a question about." Spider-Man, mm-hmm. an amazing Spider-Man. Which one is the one in Civil War? Is he is he Spider-Man versus Ultimate Spider-Man? No, no, no. He was Spider-Man asking. He was asking if it was a continuation because I answered the question the same way you did, and then went, "Wait, you're talking about Tobey Maguire versus and no, 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 no. We're." For, it, it it's a it's a, it's a reboot of an individual character. Don't, don't even worry about yeah. it. Yeah, different universe, different universe. Yeah, and this he is was, how Spider Man is supposed to be. Yeah, and yeah. this is how comic book characters are supposed to be. Every once in a while, you just go, eh, let's try again. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then you just you just start over. Yeah, and then you can reference things that happened before, but they didn't happen yet to that character. Right. So Green Goblin hasn't happened. Gwen Stacy hasn't. Well, we don't know about Gwen yet, but. Yeah. Um, well, actually, we don't even know about Green Goblin because he said he's been doing this for a while. 
Yeah. Speaking of that, in movie related movie news, did you see who is back in talks for the Spider-Man Homecoming movie? Uh, yes, but remind me. Michael Keaton. Yes, as the villain. Yep. So the rumor is that it's Vulture, which would be great because that's his I, first villain. Yeah. I, I can see him as Vulture. And you get the Birdman reference. Yep. Yeah. That'd be great. That that could be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, my like I I know that I know that we have Peter Parker in this universe. Yep. I'm still hoping we get Spider Gwen. I don't think we will. I don't think we will. Not in the MCU. Okay, maybe not even in the MCU, but I want I want to see a version of Spider Gwen come out, like it, a a a live action Spider Gwen. I don't think you'll see it. And I, I mean that in a way. In Lego, you'll probably see her. Yeah. Lego and animated, there's a there's a well, definite chance. Yeah. There's a definite chance. And if, if okay, I'll tell you what, you give me a Spider Gwen animated series, I will buy it. Yeah. Like. I, I watch a lot of stuff for free, but I will straight up buy that. There are a ton of people who would buy that. That's a, that's a great one. But I think that um, DC's done a great job with their animation. Marvel has done a uh, taking a different route. Mm-hmm. But you could see it in a in maybe Marvel likes the TV shows. You could see her in there. But um, I'd like for a, a, just a standalone movie would be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. So do it. But then again, this is the the studio that won't give us a Black Widow, so it's coming eventually, <laughs> and someday, and well, yeah, people, I think that I, okay. Until I actually see evidence that it's happening, yeah. and not just a yes, please, please stop yelling. Well, we'll do it someday. I'd like a Black Widow movie, but I want a Black Widow movie that is that is that means something and is not a oh. Knee-jerk reaction. Let's make a Black Widow movie now. Yeah. Um, I mean, because right now, looking at the character, the only thing that I want to see, I want to see Black Widow go find the Hulk. I mean, I yeah. I know they're not going to do it, but I'd love to see when they were figuring out the lullaby and their whole like their their relationship would be great. Um, yeah. Right now, I can't think of a way unless you're doing a prequel. How do you? What? Where does? Where does she go? And what is she doing? I mean, I can think of a couple things, but I'm trying to figure figure out how they're going to fit into Phase Three or Phase Four for Marvel. Yeah. So. Don't know. So Sega's put a patch in on uh, on Steam games mm-hmm. for the controller, which is great. Which is really, I'm, I'm like, how did how was this not already a thing? Yeah. Because apparently you could you if you if you bought. Sonic or, or Knuckles or the pinballs or whatever, you couldn't play them with a controller. You could play them with a USB... Wait, no, you couldn't do that either. Nope. Nope. Uh, I was thinking... No, not even a Steam controller yeah. was compatible. And, like, so... As far as I'm concerned, those games are now actually there. Yeah. Because if you can't play... I mean, I, I've i played some stuff with, with, with uh, a mouse and keyboard, mm-hmm. or keyboard, actually, for, sure. for various things. But it it doesn't it doesn't really work. And not for those games. No. Yeah. Not for those games at all. Uh, there are games not that for work. fighting games. Nope. Um, MMOs work fantastic on those. But well, yeah, and I mean, some people like shooters on there. I don't. But you know. Yeah. To each his own. Mm. Yeah. Tencent, uh, which is the company that that owns League of Legends and Riot Games and stuff, is is releasing a a 
console um, in China. And I put that in quotes because they gave us the computer specs of what it is, and it's it, it's a computer that comes with a controller. Basically. I'm wondering if they're trying to get around the Chinese law. I know they're having to try to get around Chinese laws involving manuf- uh, people coming in and selling products there that are not Chinese. And yep. you can say, well, it's not really a console. It's a PC, but it's a PC that's kind of like Apple. Apple is a PC. People who don't who will argue with me, you don't know what a PC means. Uh, you have Windows, you have Linux, you have Apple. Apple is a PC, but it's all first-party stuff. Yeah. Unless they allow something else. Yeah. So basically, that's what I think they're basically doing with this. It is a fr- it is a PC that you can buy their stuff on, but it's still a PC, so it's the gray area. Yeah, and and it will have it will. I'm I'm guessing it'll have an operating system, kind of like the Steam OS type. That's exactly a, a proprietary what proprietary operating system. That's exactly so what I was going to say. It's with links and, to their. But but honestly, store honestly, coming at it from the other perspective and arguing with myself from 45 seconds ago. Sure. Isn't that what consoles are now? Now that's basically what they are. It's that pretty is close. Basically, what uh, what they are now. We're in an because age we, where they're very similar, and we're we're able to make direct comparisons between the the stats and processing power of one versus the other. Because like when they when Sony made the PS3 and they had their their cell processor, it was it was kind of like what Apple does with their processors, and they say it's twenty seven percent more powerful than the previous one. But getting actual benchmarks, no, we're, we're not we're not getting hard. we're not giving you clock yeah. speeds. Yeah. <laughs> well, they Apple didn't Apple doesn't think Apple doesn't want to compete with PC. No. Apple says we have this thing and it's great and it's great for. All these individuals. Well, I, was, I was actually thinking specifically of phones, because like if you if you oh. if you are researching an Android phone, you yes. can make direct comparisons yes. between how much RAM, how many cores, how much CPU clock speed, how much all these things. Speaking of which, I got a new phone this week. Yay! Yeah. Uh, I don't think iPhone users um, care as much about that. I think what they care about is. Yeah, but I'm not even an iPhone user, and I want to know. I don't. I don't need to. I mean, I. I You'd like to, to I'd like to, like to know. I would like to know. Okay. Um, but there's the, when I look at the new iPhone, I go, okay, screen resolution, camera, mm-hmm. and there are a handful of other things. Um, I know the processor is going to be better. I would like to know how much better. I would like to know how it compares to uh, like Samsung and other other ones. But at the same time, I'm comparing an apple to an orange at that point. I mean. I'm not gonna. Samsungs I mean, or oranges? You heard it here. I'm just saying, you well, you can boot a. What was it? Someone booted like a, a iOS on an Android, but like mm-hmm. you have to really. I mean. So they've also managed to put Windows 95 on an Xbox One. Because <laughs> why not? People because, are crazy. People are crazy, and I love it. Because I want to wait three minutes for a startup, even if you have the best hardware. Yep. God. Yeah. Fun. I miss XP. XP is I, good. I, I liked XP. Ten's great. Ten. Ten, ten is, is ten is pretty solid. cool. Yeah. Um, but I use a Mac for my laptop, so yeah. So Studio Wildcard, um, for the second time has bought someone's mod. Yes, and Studio Wildcard is they're the ones that did Ark. Uh, they did Ark uh, Survival. What's Survival it Evolved? Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is a mod community around that, which which is really fun because it's a community game, and so people are throwing all kinds of crazy stuff. And Studio Wildcard, um, this is the second time this has happened, but 
they they are aware of and and interacting directly with the mod community. And somebody made a mod. I don't even know what it does, but it's they they made a mod that was huge and and added and was successful. And Studio Wildcard went to that went to that developer and and said, "Hey, we like what you've been doing. We would like to buy your mod and incorporate it into the into the game proper." And we want to hire you to yep. keep doing this, yep. which is awesome. And that's very much so. That I, I feel like that this is kind of the digital version of of the way the way that fame works now. The way that I mean, like, kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, we we are just sitting here talking into a <laughs> into a camera. Yeah, and we're we're just we're just putting it out there, mm-hmm. and people people will see it. People, some people will like it. Some people will dislike sure. it. But the the thing to do, whatever it is, and, and this is going to be a little bit of a PSA. I apologize for the rant. No, I don't. No, you don't. Um, if you if you have something that you want to do, if you have something that you're passionate about, just go do it. Yeah. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And more and more often, in more and more fields, this is the result. Yep. Um, studios are are actively looking for. Uh, and, and companies are looking for inventions. Mm-hmm. If you have an idea about something that you want to make, um, make it. Yeah. And see where it takes you. Yeah. I, I encourage everyone to just like there. There has never been a more inviting yeah. environment as far as as far as the American dream. Mm-hmm. It's 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 easier now and more likely to get picked up if you do something and you do it well and you are passionate about it. You can succeed. You can. I believe in you. We love you. Apple, on the other hand. Apple? So, <laughs> there was a, uh, a game that was pushed uh, out to the uh, Apple store to uh, validate and everything, and Apple said, no, that's not a game. Yeah. And the game has to do with uh, basically it's a Palestine and refugees and it's a it, it actually kind of reminds news. me of mm-hmm. uh, this war of mine. Yeah, um, very similar to that. And you're you're playing you're playing a little girl who's trying to protect her family. This game is available uh, for free on the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. by the way, and that's that's where I got it. And um, so they said that that this was was not a game mm-hmm. that it needs to be put into the news, like, and news journalism and, or something. Yeah, something like that. And it it <laughs> it's very much a game. Yes, it it is it is based on some real world events. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so is Wolfenstein. There were Nazis. Yes, but this is this is focused on the human. I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying it's still a game. Yeah. My irritants with it was uh, Apple's phrasing was saying basically this isn't a game. We've told you already this isn't a game. Is what they if you re- if you read what Apple said about it. My irritants about it is um, if you want to call the game a different category of game, mm-hmm. if 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 Apple's not happy with that, okay, because uh, they I think they called it an adventure game. Well, if if Apple's not happy with that, and you want to recategorize that subcategory of gaming, yeah, okay, well, let's talk about that. But it's a game; it's an interactive, uh, you know, game. Interactive story with an objective, with missions, with with you know, fail qualifiers. Yeah, exactly, and that's the that, definition that of a game. Literally, the definition. Yeah. Um, it's more of a game than some of the Telltale games. I mean, let's let's be honest; it's more gameplay 
yeah. than those. And those um, are games. And and one of the other things that's it's it's brought up in the in the uh, article that mm-hmm. that we referenced for this um, is that this is this is a sympathetic toward Palestine game. Yes. And uh, it it references that there are two or three games that are on the Apple Store currently making money yeah. that are like there's there's an Angry Birds clone that has your like go Israeli missile or something and you're shooting missiles at Palestine and that's just kind of a goofy one. Yep. This is is it's it's bordering the line between between education and game and that's fine. Yeah. I know more about the Oregon Trail than I ever would have <laughs> remembered from history books. Exactly. Um, I learned a lot from Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Uh, Operation Neptune who was a game way back in the day that taught me math without me even knowing it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, it's I played it's, Math Blaster. Yeah, Ma- math, math Blaster. Blaster math Blaster is pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe speaking can suck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like because you're learning something from a game does not make it not a game. Yeah. Because something is based on real world events does not make it not a game. Like the the biggest games are based on shooting people. That's in in Real world, real world situations. Yeah. World War Two games, yep. like these, these are historically based, and and they're they're meant to kind of teach. Mm-hmm. That's okay, and and this is this is a continuation of of Apple's policy of trying to control and censor yeah. what they consider games, kind of kind of like they did with Papers Please. Yep, because they were like, oh, that's sexual nudity. No. Nope. And you're not supposed to feel comfortable with the nudity yeah. in Papers, Please. It's meant to make you uncomfortable. Yes. Because they have something to say about the about the invasion of privacy and the things that some people have to deal with. Exactly. And uh, Neverending Nightmares is a game that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. on uh, PlayStation 4 and Vita. And it's it's about... It's, it's written from the perspective of, of a developer who deals with... Um, Really, really intense anxiety and and literal nightmares about things that could happen to him, things that could happen to his family, and um, actual sunlight game that I've I've referenced several times on the show, and and by playing these games, I'm able to better understand the perspective of someone who deals with these uh, mental health issues that I don't deal with personally, yeah. and it makes me more sympathetic towards them. This game is designed to bring attention to the things that actual people right now at this very moment are living through. Exactly. And there, there is... It humanizes something that is on literally the other side of the world for us. Yeah. And, and that's, it, that is something that is necessary. And it, to me, I don't... Th- and everything that I've seen on this game does not say, you know... Oh look, Israel is horrible, or anything. No, it's, it's saying war. It's saying war in general is horrible. It sucks. Here's people that are having to go through these situations. Yeah, and war is not just about soldiers. Yeah, soldiers and and generals and politicians it's are not, not the only ones affected by war. Yeah. This has this has a much larger ripple effect on everyone in that area. And and the more the more we think about that, the more that is drawn to our attention, mm-hmm. the less we can ignore exactly. those people. And exactly. that's important. And so Apple that's th- this kind of censorship by Apple is, is unacceptable. Exactly. Stop it. So off the soapbox, <laughs> on to the next topic. Unraveled uh, two has been confirmed by EA. Yes. Which 
I guess this is like an early E3 kind of present. I don't know how to... I don't know. They basically I they just, just, I just want that guy to come out and wave with Yarmie. I do again. too. Um, <laughs> the way that I looked at this was very much a. It, it, it's not an official teaser announcement or anything. It's just, yeah, that's something we're working on. Which yeah. I like. I like when companies do that and they acknowledge. We came out with this thing, and it was an indie game basically that they that they picked up and distributed. Yeah, and they said it worked. We're glad you liked it. We're getting. We're giving you more, which I'm really happy about. Need more Yarny. Bring us more Yarny. Please. <laughs> Naughty Dog, um, if, if, if you go into the, the various menus in Uncharted 4, you're going to see more options for for just accessibility mm-hmm. than I've seen in just about any other game. Like, there's there's a colorblind mode. There's, uh, there's a, a mode... Because, like, a lot of quick time events, like, you have to rapidly push a button or do, do different things and uh, auto-aim to make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, when Uncharted 2 came out, uh, there was there was a gamer who was playing through it, a disabled gamer that was playing through it, and he, he got to a certain point in the game where you have to mash a button really fast, and he wasn't able to move his hands fast enough to beat that part, and so he just couldn't beat the game. Like, it was it was not physically possible for him to beat yeah. the game. And uh, so he went He went to Naughty Dog and at, at, at an event, like an E3 or something, and said, hey, I, I really liked your game. I couldn't beat couldn't it. Couldn't beat this, yeah. Um, maybe think about that. And uh, and they 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 have they have absolutely come through and they they've pushed forward with stuff like this yeah. and um, like they changed the the colors. It used to be, I think it was red and green for mm-hmm. multiplayer, and uh, somebody who was colorblind was like, "Hey, I can't I can't tell what team I'm on." And so one of the guys working on multiplayer multiplayer was went went to the heads and was like, "Hey, I'm going to change it to blue." <laughs> now you're blue. Okay, cool. And they're 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 actively looking mm-hmm. to make their game accessible to more people. Yeah. And that is that is really cool. Um, Cameron, who's been on the show before, is is colorblind, so he has he has difficulty with some of those same things. And the more people can play games, the better we're all doing. Exactly. And if you if you if it's not necessary for you, and you don't go into those menus. Your experience is not affected. Yeah. They they took a little bit more time, a little bit more care, and I applaud them for that. I mean, I have menus in my phone that that yeah. deal with that, that deal with uh, with color or size of, of icons and text. Uh, I don't need them. It can be so but, big, yeah, like ab, like screen filling huge. But it's fantastic for someone who has that it has an issue with that. Yeah, um, you can set the default, cra- you know, as big as it needs to be, or pretty big, I should say. Um, yeah. And I think it's great. More accessibility, the better. Um, and some of it takes a little bit to to deal to configure, and some of it, like you said, doesn't take that much. Yeah. I'd love for a multiplayer for you to toggle the the colors to yeah. say this is my team, that is their team, and be able to toggle that. It'd be really yep. cool. But they're adding more so, and more of it. Um, Good stuff. Call of Duty has had that for to, to a, change for a long time. Okay. Yeah, the there's a there's a colorblind mode for multiplayer teams. Okay, so. Props to them too. Very cool. Very cool. Speaking of multiplayer, uh, with the World Esports uh, Association. Yep. <laughs> that that exists now. They and it's launched. In trouble. They launched in 24 hours. No good. Yeah. Uh, 
I think the team is called Phase. Yeah. And and they offered uh, ESA and another uh, esports organization fifty thousand dollars each to pull out of the World Esports Association because they're like, hey. We we've already negotiated a lot of this stuff. We we have our own deals, our own caveats. This is our living. Please don't mess it up. Yeah. And we know that you have to in order to exist as a world esports thing. Um, it's it'll be really interesting to see where this is in ten years. But uh, esports right now is in very much a growing pain stage. Um, They've, they've had their first big scandals and, and all that kind of stuff. And actually, if you look back to uh, baseball, uh, shortly before the First World War, uh, 1910, 1912, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Because like there, there's there's more famous uh, scandals later. Uh, Rose and all the like. If if you know baseball, you know the ones I'm talking about. But like the the very beginning of baseball was riddled by a lot of the same problems that are happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe. I, I believe that eventually it'll come around um, because there's 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 too much attention being paid to this mm-hmm. for it to for it to go away completely. Yeah. Um, but this kind of crap is going to is going to happen, and it's going to suck for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah. So my my best goes out to everybody involved in this, and and I I hope that people are able to to continue to make a living and continue to adapt as it happens. But yeah. right now the the field is so fluid, um, it's it's a really really complex situation with a lot of money and people looking to put money into it, mm-hmm. and. Like right now, the 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 profits that you get from it from ad like like that hasn't showed up yet, but yeah. people believe that it will, and so yeah, it's it's a very confusing and convoluted situation, and I'm just going to observe it as it passes. Yep, and, and I'm glad that my livelihood is not dependent on on my knowing more about it. I have the same feeling about this as that I do um, about VR. The only way for it to succeed is for one to essentially become the front runner, which is what they this they're trying organization to, was trying to was do. trying to do. Uh, it's the same thing that happened if you're a wrestling fan. What happened with Vince McMahon? Uh, what he did with his dad's organization mm-hmm. to create what is the WWE um, and buying up all these territories and being like, no, I'm the big fish. Yeah, other wrestlers, uh, there are other wrestling organizations, but I will be the wrestling organization that everyone talks about uh, in the case of football. It's like, that's why you have the major leagues and the minor leagues and all of that. Yeah, there's, there's some monopolizing to it, but in order to get something like this going and in order to get people to back it and take it seriously, you need to do that. So there needs to be one large uh, organization that everyone goes behind, and until we have that... And then, obviously, for the health of it, it needs to have competition in some way or another. But until we have that, it's going to be hard for people to take it seriously. For people who are not gamers yeah. to be like, oh, I was watching this this game. Where now, where you and I, people talk about football, right? It's like, okay, you're watching some guys play football. Okay, I can go play football in the yard. Yeah. It's the same thing. I'm not as good as them, but this is the same. Yeah. It's the same. I, 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 I enjoy watching the skill of somebody who's better than me. Yes, and learning from. And this, this is even more applicable because I can get better at this. Yeah. Whereas. Yeah. With with professional sports, I'm not going to be able to read. But well, if you talk, I'm yeah. not going to make a bunch of money doing video games. 
But if you talk to someone who's not a gamer and you say, I watched this such and such tournament, I watched Rocket League tournament for two hours, they're going to go, It's so good. You know, what? You you spent two hours doing that? But at the same person okay, will be like, but if, you, but if you put them in front of a championship match, yeah. they have to be impressed because, oh my gosh. It's amazing. They are so But they not, awesome. they not be hooked on it where they'll sit and watch football for nine hours, ten hours on Sunday. Yep. Which, that's their thing, and that's cool. But you're, it's it's very similar, and until we have a giant come out and and everything gravitate towards it, um, we're gonna have what we have in VR, which is, you know, pick your poison and see if it's right. And it's not a choice of two, like Betamax versus VHS or DVD versus Laserdisc or Blu-ray versus HD DVD. I could keep going with these. Um, it's not a two for you have like six or seven and yeah it's really hard to find what you want and you're not only taking what what do i want and what i think is going to happen in the future so yeah i'm thankful my livelihood doesn't have to deal with it either I don't, it's not dependent on it yeah yep we had a little leak though uh this week yes um which some people are taking more seriously than others there's i will a, leave it as a leak, leak with a flaming hammer a flaming hammer destiny uh Rise of Iron. Mm -hmm. uh, so that this 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 was actually really, or it was it was leaked via marketing materials. Yes. By the time they're printing market marketing materials, that's solid. Yeah, pretty so, much, pretty much. Same thing with the Titanfall leak last week. Yeah, uh, they were printing it for a reason. Um, so this is going to have the uh, it's going to have an additional raid, which is one that was taken out of the previous DLC. Uh, House of Wolves. House of Wolves. Yeah. Um, so good on them for coming out with more DLC. This is, I mean, they said it's a ten-year plan. Yep. I'm still anxious to see. Does that ten-year plan mean we keep getting DLC like this, or does that mean you get? It's like a ten-year plan, like Warcraft, World of Warcraft, where they're like, "All right, now we're four years in. Let's do a graphics overhaul. Yeah. All right, now you're eight years in. Let's do a graphics overhaul. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. And we'll have a cataclysm, if you will. I, I I feel like as long as we're as long as we're in. This console generation, they can keep going. Then they can. It's it's going to just continue to build on this same one, and then they they don't even have to transfer anything until. And yeah. and for Sony and Microsoft, at least, this is going to be a very long console generation. Yep. For Nintendo, uh, it is a different console. It is a second it's, it's, attempt it's a at half. A, it's a second attempt at yeah, getting they, it. They there. know, you know. Nintendo's been catching up for years, and I'm hoping what this is actually going to have them catch up. If I have what I want, Nintendo will catch up with Sony and Microsoft, and they'll keep this console until everyone goes to the next generation, where they'll actually be competing. They're, they're, I'm hoping this console will compete, and the next console will compete, because Nintendo's played behind behind uh, a generation for as far as twenty years. Stuff. Yeah, twenty years, people. It's time. It's time. Speaking of Nintendo. Um so th I, I've, I've titled this section, Nintendo's Still Not Getting It, colon <laughs> Minecraft Edition. Yep. Because uh, they, they, they released their, their Minecraft thing with the sound effects, and, and that's, that's where these are coming from. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, the, the Minecraft community that's, that's playing on Wii U is, is getting... DMCA. DMCA is just left and right. Yep. And Nintendo, please stop doing this. Yeah, uh, DMCA, along with a lot of things we've talked about, like YouTube copyright and everything, it all falls under the DMCA, which is the Digital Media Copyright Act, yeah. um, uh, or Digital Millennium Copyright Act, whatever it is. 
And what it basically says is, hey, we got digital content, we need to protect the content from people who can copy stuff. So if you play a song in a video, in a YouTube video, if you play a movie, if you just upload a movie onto YouTube, it's supposed to stop you from being able to do that because you are essentially stealing and distributing someone else's yeah. stuff. But this is something Nintendo is authorized to be in a game for people to stream. Yeah. So... And uh, and instead you get copyright strikes because of it. Um, it it's still a nightmare. It's a they, nightmare. They still don't get it. Yeah, and it, it's... Minecraft is is just the latest example of them continuing to to shoot themselves in the foot as far as this is concerned. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. It really is. But we needed to report it. Yep. Speaking of DMCA, uh, Family Guy used a clip from Double Dribble. Yep. In their show, and now they're and, and they they pulled they pulled it from a YouTube video which was uploaded like seven years ago. I yes. think it was. Yes. And now they've DMCA'd the original video, or that anyone they stole who, first. Yes, which which really throws me back to the to the Princess Bride line. You're yeah. trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is not how anything works. You did this. You created this works. You created <coughs> you created whatever it is. I can't come. I can't put that in something and then tell you you can't have it because I copied off of you. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's like when you're in, in school and someone copies off your paper and then you get in trouble for them copying off your paper, but you didn't know they were copying off your paper. Yeah, it's it's it's, no. a, it's a bunch of garbage, and I'm, I'm really disappointed in, in Fox and Family Guy and stuff for letting this happen. That's that's a bummer, and it, it's, it's just another example of how broken this system is right now. Because YouTube continues to do out these little these little pushes and everything, but the system as a whole is still fundamentally flawed. It is. It is. Um, we still continue to get uh, copyright uh, notices. We're not getting copyright strikes. You get a copyright notice which just says, uh, "Oh, that thing that you uploaded has my material, and I'm making money for you. I'm making. I'm taking your money." Uh, yep. That you would be making, which so is if, really so. Irritating. If you see ads before any of our videos, those aren't ours. They aren't we, even ours. We we don't we don't put those there. We don't we don't make any money off this. Yeah, um, it's ridiculous. Uh, Jimquisition, same way. Uh, if you see a Jimquisition ad, uh, video and it has ads, that's why someone else went in and get said, "Oh, that's my content. I'm going to make money off of what you do for a living." Uh, and that's what Jim does for a living, uh, yeah. which is really really sad that they're able to do that. Talos Principle, mm -hmm. which is is a is a puzzly game that actually brings in a lot of elements of like the Turing test and yeah, stuff because yeah. the, it, it doesn't there aren't humans in the game but there are a lot of, of philosophical human what does it mean to be alive what does it mean to be human what does it mean to to exist yes um, so yeah, the 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 game itself is pretty good the the questions it brings up are great. And uh, Talos Principle is getting a sequel, and that's coming in the future. I'm glad we, it's in, I'm glad it's coming now. Yeah, um, we do, we don't really have any information on it, but the fact that they are that they are looking to to continue that that concept is really happy because I I really don't think a lot of people are aware of Talos Principle, and definitely not as many people as should be. People aren't aware of it, and I think that um, this culture. We haven't had a really good um, philosophical 
sci-fi kind of thing uh, in, since Matrix. Uh, I mean, I can't think of another one. Uh, De- um, Ex Ex Machina was a good one as well. If you watch, if you saw that, Ex uh, Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, um. I don't know why I said Ex Machina. Ex Machina um, was another good good example of it. But uh, I grew up reading like hard sci-fi, and I grew up reading like Ray Bradbury and Harlan Ellison. And there are some really great work in there, and some really amazing philosophical discussion that goes on. Speaking of hard sci-fi, yeah. um, I, 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 I was dropping off, like we dropped off my mom's car and picked up my car from from the the mechanic, and yeah. our mechanic lives quite a ways away, and so it was, it was a bit of a drive. But um, I I got to explain the three rules of robotics to her. Okay, that that was fun. That was a conversation I didn't think I'd ever get to have with my mom. But that's, yeah, just that's really cool. Just having that conversation, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, well, yeah, of course, you, you need those. You need those. Those are, those are necessary." Yeah. And and the fact that that's not being put in everything terrifies me. Well, you saw what happened with Twitter, Microsoft Twitter. So, oh god, yeah. that was it, that. Nope. That needs to be the fourth rule of of AI that you don't listen to the internet. No, no, no. The fourth rule, the fourth rule of, of it, which is that uh, Hitler and Nazis, bad. <laughs> general racism, bad. bad. General generalization of someone's culture, bad. Because that's yeah, yeah, but that's that's a lot harder to code. Yeah, but the, just the normal the normal Hitler Nazi code like buzzwords. Like, you can just have those, you know, because within 24 hours, the Twitter was saying, you know, Hitler was right, and oh, it's like, internet. yeah. Yeah, and, and it did it based on what the internet was giving it. Well, yeah, because of course that was what the internet was going to give it. But yeah, that needs to be the fourth rule of, of robotics. So okay, well, that's you, the addendum you, you, to Arthur C. Clarke's rules. Okay, you figure out how to you figure out how to code that. Okay. We'll, we'll get back to you. You got it. We've now entered the movie section, yes. which is something we, we don't usually have, but we don't? for whatever reason, there are a bunch of stories about, out this week specifically about video game movies and movies as they relate to video games. Yeah. And, and if you like movies, we are going to be doing movie reviews on this show, as, uh, well, not on this show, but on the channel on as the well. On the channel, yeah. Yeah, so look forward to those. Or don't, but do. <laughs> so starting off, Nintendo uh, is basically saying, yeah, we'd like to make movies. And I thought you, you you tried that, yeah. And you got you got Mario Mario out of it. And yes, you did. John Leguizamo and trying to just get through that. Oh. <laughs> Nintendo's already said they wanted to do a Zelda uh, TV series, right? And then there were there were rumors about the Netflix series, and and I'm I I I, I don't know where this goes. Um, we'll we'll see. But basically, yeah. this is this is another. Hey, this sounds like fun, <laughs> and it might or might not happen, yeah. just based on how Nintendo works. I hope not. I'm sorry. I hope not. <laughs> Zelda has some substance to it. We could get something really good out of it, but Mario? No. No, I want I want Samus. Oh, that would be great. That'd be That's the kind of movie. Have you seen the, the Jessica Chobot short? I did. Yeah. I did. That. Give me that movie. Yes. And have her be Samus, because she was... She yeah. was really good. She was, she was really I, good. I have a lot of respect for her. Yeah, and I know that she knows the character well enough that she can protest. And I want, I want her to have some type of executive <laughs> level veto. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So yeah, but on to stuff that I don't want to see. Uh, 
there's talk of a Tetris movie. Well, but actually, this okay. I, I put the wrong headline in here because it says Tetris the movie. Yeah. It actually should be Tetris the trilogy because what they're working on now is they're throwing eighty million dollars at a Tetris sci-fi something adventure thriller movie thing. Of course. All Chinese cast. Yep. And I, and also a Chinese uh, development production company is is, 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 is funding is funding a lot of it, um, which is but which Tetris? is why why yeah I don't know I don't know what the I don't know what the story is I don't I don't know I thought Japan had it cornered on Tetris but that maybe that's just me and their game shows but uh, I don't know that's a that's a thing it's a thing that may happen at one point and why I I don't just don't understand why. Well, the, one of the one of the things that one they're of the not things Russian. That, no. They need to be Russian. Yes. And then, and I still don't understand what you it do needs with to, it. It needs but. to have that guy from uh, from what the the third or fourth season of House of Cards. That okay. There's there's a part in House of Cards where they the the guy has he has him play the Tetris song on a piano because it was originally a Russian a Russian song, yes. and he sings it. The, the Russian there lyrics, lyrics to, to, yes. to the Tetris song. And it was my favorite moment of the entire yeah. series. Because like they've they've had a bunch of throw-ins, like uh, he uh, Frank was playing like a PSP at, or he was playing a Vita at one point and like he was he was doing Monument Valley yeah. and like they've had these little throw-ins, but the the, the playing the Tetris theme was my favorite one. <laughs> So, so. Assassin's Creed, um, the movie, we're finding out that the movie is going to have, a, a third of the movie is going to be within the Animus. Right. Um, in, in 15th century Spain or whatever. Which I'm completely fine with. There is so much substance to Assassin's Creed that people who didn't play the original games don't understand. Well, and they've also updated the Animus, because if it was just going to be Fassbender laying unconscious in a bed thing, that's a lot less fun than what they're doing with but it. there's other stuff when he's not hooked in and understanding what's happening in the world and why and why he needs to go why back he needs to go yeah. back and who who it is that is actually sending him back and what their actual agenda is in the world there's a lot to it my my question is mm-hmm. is because because we're not the the assassin's creed movie is not going to have the characters from the game um so we're we're not getting we're not getting Ezio. Mm-hmm. Which or, makes sense because we're not Desmond, so right, that makes sense. And so, so I'm I'm curious how this ties into the AC canon. So, in uh, starting in Assassin's Creed three, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, it may be I can't remember exactly which one. Um, You've already told them to correct you. Move on. So, uh, something happens, and the next game. They're like, oh, look, there's all these different people we're taking memories from, not just one person. Okay. So it opens it up to say, you know, oh, there's this person who had this history, and this person whose ancestor was this person, and you can they, they're pulling in so much more than just that one that they were looking for. So the way I'm viewing it is this is one person that they were looking for and the specific thing that they did. It may not be multiple. It may be a specific moment that they're looking for or a specific thing they're looking for. Mm. And they're using him for that reason. And he's just one of them. Because okay. that's what, in the first three 
proper games, not or sorry, first three games, not three, not one, two, three proper. Uh, it gets confusing. If the first three, three or four games, you're playing Desmond Miles and you're going through his history, which is uh, Altair, Ezio, and all of them, and then you go into other people's history. Yeah. After that, so. That's probably what's happening here. Yeah. The question is, does it happen after or before Altair and all that? We'll see. Right. And the other fun story is, because this is a video game movie, there are pre-order bonuses and collector's editions now. Why? So this was the thing that I wanted to, to have your reaction live on the show. So can you open open that second link? This one? Yeah. I did not. Okay. So please read for me the various things that we can get if we're if we're going to watch the movie because for fifteen dollars. First of all, this is laid out like a, like a crowdsourcing. Yeah. Because they're different tiers. Yeah. Um, for fifteen dollars, you get a movie ticket and a script. I, I I'm cool with that actually. Yeah. As, uh, that's that's not an unreasonable amount, and like that's, for a, a ticket is a lot of times you'll pay fifteen bucks. Uh, so yeah. Get it in a in a script. Cool. That's reasonable. Alright. Next up. Forty dollars. Movie ticket, t shirt, watch and script. Okay, um I like I like the idea of having a t shirt tie in. Um mm-hmm. that seems expensive. I don't give a crap about the watch, but um you know, you'll see t shirts for fifteen bucks. So again, we're we're close to a reasonable price. I might not I mean Okay. Whitney, Whitney what? loves Assassin's Creed. Okay. So I may do that for her. Okay. Before you scroll any uh, further, what do you think is the top price tier? 100 bucks. That we're going to look at. 100 bucks. Okay. Um, and and this is coming from a guy who I go to Alamo Draft House, as I've said a lot of times, and I'm hopefully going to be, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, <laughs> I can't, I don't think I can do it at Alamo, but the movie reviews, I'm going to Alamo to watch them. And Alamo has packs like for, uh, uh, for Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. you had a you could pre-order um, glasses and a uh, magazine, a thick magazine talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. history. And I do that because there's really cool stuff in there. Yeah. So I am one person I'm who does that. Awesome. They, they right. really are. Okay. Next tier. Next, fifty dollars. Um, it's grayed out. They're all sold out of the fifty dollar. Okay. Fifty dollar. You get okay. And now I see why. Okay. So. Uh, it, it's a loot crate. It's a loot crate. It's a it's a Assassin's Creed kernel crate, uh, carefully created for you. Uh, take a historic stroll through Assassin's Creed lore. Each Assassin's Creed kernel crate contains a movie ticket, a Funko Pop vinyl figure, plus four to six curated collectibles, including an action figure signed by Todd McFarlane. That's cool. I would have bought this. Uh-huh. Like that's okay. That's uh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, for sixty dollars, uh, so Todd McFarlane, Aguilar Hidden Blade. Okay. Okay. You, so you, you, you get, get a, a you hidden get a blade. Plastic hidden blade thing. Which people have been people have been making their own versions of these, and that's cool. Um, the um, it actually looks pretty pretty nice. So, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, official Assassin's Creed hoodie. A script and uh, and popcorn. You're gonna hate me. And popcorn. You're gonna hate me. Um, I actually like that. <laughs> okay. I cool. may. It's it's a really cool hoodie. Um, 
it's 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 a hoodie but it has that assassin's creed vibe to it with the hood um okay that's expensive but that you know okay there these can get expensive so six hundred dollars an Aguilar premier scale statue um Masterly sculpted and painted by the artisans of SureShot Studios. Uh, end result is the most authentic portrayal of assassin in the market. Hand finished, hand painted, and you get obviously uh, script and movie ticket as well. I have um, some. Min- I have many, or not miniatures. I have you know busts and everything. That's expensive. That is expensive. That's expensive. Um, especially if this. I'm. It looks okay, but that's really expensive. That's really expensive. Um, some people are probably going to buy these up and try to resell them later on. But see, holy crap. <laughs> $1,200. A Spanish crossbow from the Ubi Workshop. Um, this is an exact one-to-one scale replica of the weapon featured in the upcoming movie and used in a pivotal scene. Well, spoilers, people. 18-inch um, long crossbow numbered limited edition of 20 for $1,200. That's ridiculous. Right, so how, how many have they sold? 15 left. Oh, okay. So they've sold five of them. Yep. There are a lot <laughs> of things. There are a lot of things that I I spend my money on that I get that. Yeah. Some people may say, okay, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's kind of a waste. Um, I've bought stuff for for costumes and you know gaming to an extent. Some people who aren't gamers might go, okay, yeah, that's that's expensive. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, if so you're I, I buying, did, I did a little bit of pricing on if you go to to uh, Dick Sporting Goods, uh-huh. you can get a crossbow, uh-huh. like a, a really high end, like competitive crossbow. Yeah. For four hundred dollars. But it's not the movie accurate prop, and it hasn't been used in a pivotal scene. It hasn't scene. been moved in a pivotal scene. Even then, that's really expensive for that. Yeah, that is ridiculously expensive. Um, that is <laughs> that should never happen ever. Yep. So, I mean, they made they sold five of them so far. Yeah, so they, they have been reinforced and rewarded for, for offering this. The Funko bit, the the, the yeah. crate, cool with that. The hoodie, that's that's actually a pretty cool hoodie. Some people have been trying to sell Assassin's Creed like hoodies. Yeah. And they usually sell for like sixty to seventy bucks. Um, if it's a well done, well made hoodie, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the miniatures the, the statue's too much and the crossbow's too much. Come on people. This is ridiculous. So yeah, tell me if you pre-ordered anything, because <laughs> that's horrible. So continuing on on movies and bonuses and video mm. games, um, when when you go see the Warcraft movie, they will they will kind of toss some stuff back at you as far as in-game World of Warcraft stuff. Um, you can get like. I think I think you can get like the the game and all of the expansions up to this point with a new account uh, for like thirty days. Okay. Which I think is actually kind of cool. 
That's cool. So then you have to buy it after the 30? No, 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 no. You have to subscribe to it. But oh, okay. You don't, oh, but yeah, like that's they, they give really you, cool. They give you the game and the expansions and be like, hey, here's the world. Yeah, because, yeah. So it's a, it's a 30-day trial that, that makes, you that's can That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. That's the way it should be done, not with a $1,200 crossbow. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to watch you react to that because I knew that was going to be fun. That's You're welcome. Ridiculous. Yeah, this is how... This is really cool. I mean, if you can get in-game stuff. It gets people to play the game. Mm-hmm. If someone really liked the movie and they're like, you know, I never checked out World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's great for them to do that. Um, for people who already have the game, it'd be really cool if they did some type of in-game mounts there, or something. There, probably are, is a list of stuff. there are some more bonuses, but the, the main one was the subscription, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they're also uh, giving out a, a limited-edition pet um, so if you already play the game, then you can do that. So um, if you guys haven't played uh, World of Warcraft in a while, uh, they have pets, not just hunters, but other people can have cosmetic pets. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a Pokemon-like kind of thing where you can battle them. So that's cool. Um, and collecting is really cool in this kind of stuff anyway. So uh, and it's really cool that they're going to give a, a free copy of all of this, you know, all the expansions. I mean, if you haven't played in forever and you want to start fresh, you could yeah. grab this and just start fresh anyways. If you don't, yeah, have I mean, they can and you, you can, can boost you can like automatically throw up one character, right? Uh, I think they they did that when you purchased the new ones. Okay, so they may do that as well, which would be really cool if they did that because then you can say, all right, let me play the new stuff or let me play the old stuff, whichever one. Um, this, yeah, that's how tie-ins are supposed to happen. Yeah, um, I like it. I don't know how they're gonna track it, but. That's really cool. I'd imagine it'd just be because um, you you do that on Battle.net and you can put in codes via Battle.net. So I would imagine it's just something that gets thrown onto your account. I guess it's something that uh, they give out at the theater. So yeah. hopefully all theaters have it. But good. I actually am uh, kind of looking forward to the World of Warcraft movie. Um, it is very CGI-tastic. Yes, um, absolutely. But at the same time, Blizzard has a really good story. Blizzard has really good lore, um, and I'm really hopeful on this because that is a wealth of of uh, content for them to dive into. So we'll see what happens on that. Hopefully something good. Yeah. Fruit Ninja, on the other hand, does not have a, a story. You're a ninja who, a, who chops fruit. You, you're a sword. Like, well, do you even have a character? Well, you can't see your character, but you're a ninja. You're right. I'm I'm the ninja. Yeah. In in the game, it's the just, game is just, just a sword. A um, when I, I got a katana when I was in freshman year in high school, for it's, it's pretty fun. And I and I cut I I, I cut up melons with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was I a fruit ninja before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I also, saw when that it was katana. much more expensive. I saw that katana. It's awesome. That's that's cool. Yeah. Um, I have like a like a. 17th century uh, French sword. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. it's, it's it's a replica, but it's it's the same okay. type of saber type okay. thing with the with the. Uh, I thought you meant like from the 17th century. No, 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 no. Oh, that was cool. That would be way cooler, and I would have told you about it way before. I know. This. I haven't. I've known about this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Fruit Ninja is going to make a family movie thing. Well, this is and exactly. People are going to go see it. This is how I feel about the Angry Birds movie. Yeah. And now that I say that, I think I need to go see the Angry Birds movie just to tell you people how bad it is. Um, but then you're giving them money. I am giving them money, but this is not right. This is exploitive, and I'm tired of it. 
Angry so Birds movie. Give, so don't give them money. Okay, you have movies Pirate. like you have movies like Zootopia and others where it's Zootopia actually is really so good. It's very good. Um, and then you have others where it's just it's just a cash grab, and it's a late cash grab for um, Angry Birds and for World of Warcraft. Let's be honest, it's, that's it's late in the game for them to do it. Took them a long time um, to do it, though. Un- unless they're, doing they're using it as a, as a tie-in for which, which we think and have said on the show several times. Which this is this is uh, to bring it back to the public attention yep. to push the next video game. They will they will announce the next one. Um, yeah, within this year, we, we, we have it on the predictions yeah. list. So um, they're both late in the game, but at least Warcraft is like, all right, we're gonna. It took us a at while to do it, but we're doing there. It. Yeah. Uh, Angry Birds is I'm I'm sorry that there's nothing there there's yeah. nothing there and it's ridiculous Fruit Ninja there's even less yeah so why even bother with a tie ridiculous and now I've given Patrick a headache I'm sorry yeah I need to go lay down but you don't get to lay down because we have more show to do because oh my gosh the news <laughs> there's so much right, news so we're, we're we're just gonna let's just zip through these real quick and then we'll go back and comment on them sure we have a June 21st release date for Grand Kingdom yep. which is a JRPG that I think looks really cool and like the, the classes and, and war see you notice how I said we were gonna do one thing and then I it immediately didn't happen was, yep it didn't happen I think it looks I think it looks really cool I like the art style I like the the class and the characters and I'm hoping that this one comes with us I hope it comes it comes to us um, because we need more of them. And this one looks really, really, really good. It's so pretty. Really good. Um, speaking of, of, uh, of games from Japan, uh, Okai Watch 2. Yep. Um, we're, we're getting it here in the States on September 30th. And this is an example of, I, I, know, I know there's a crowd for it. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not part of the demographic, but it's... Maybe to Otaku for me, I don't know. But the the thing I like about it yeah. is that is that Yokai Watch has has a lot more of like the folklore, Japanese folklore. Okay, see I like that. And and because like a lot of these ghosts are like these the 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 Pokemon that they've come up with yeah. are are just these monsters that may sometimes have vague throwbacks yes. to whatever. Yes. Yokai Watch, on the other hand, like they are named after specific like deities and and again folklore and legends yeah. that I've not heard of That's because cool. because like the the stories we get are like uh, Beauty and the Beast and Hansel and Gretel and Cinderella these European folklore Euro- and yeah yeah it's almost exclusively European there's mm-hmm. there's a couple of Russian ones thrown in there but uh, Japanese and Chinese folk tales mm-hmm. and folklore is something that we don't get a lot of. Yeah. And so I really like Yokai Watch coming over because they don't change it for the American audience. That's and I respect that. And I, I, respect I, I really like that and I'm glad that they're they're reaching out. So I hope it I hope it succeeds over here, if for nothing more than to give uh, a, another generation a reason to look into the folklore exactly. of a different culture. Exactly. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport will be launching uh, November fifteenth. Yes. Um, I like the Gran Turismo series. Yeah. So we'll see how this is. We'll see if I can drive my new car in it. I will have my car by then. Yes, you will. I will have it, and I could drive that in there too. So yes. Um, on this one, if you do plan on getting it, uh, check out where you can get it on and all the different bonuses. I'm I'm not going to go into it, but there there's. Like there's a collector's edition for like 20, 10, 20 bucks more that has like a whole bunch of DLC, like 30 something cars. And then if you buy it from the PlayStation store, 
Amazon and GameStop. There's different bonuses. So check out the tiers if you want to buy this. Make sure you're buying it from a place that gives you the the kind of bonuses that you're looking for. Exactly. Some of them are not equal. Um, I didn't see season pass connected to this. Um, no, not yet. So uh, the reason, the only reason it's, that I bring that up, it's generally considered bad form to to do the release date and the DLC announcement at the same time. But that doesn't mean it hasn't been done. It was done with Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason that I bring that up is because... Well, um, but that was also to highlight the the deal that they had made with Microsoft. Because yes. they needed to say, hey, the thing that we probably wouldn't have announced otherwise is going to be first on Xbox Correct. because they gave us a lot of money. Correct. The only reason that I bring that up is because when they usually when you have a season pass, um, if you have those Target exclusives or Best Buy exclusives, whatever it is, GameStop exclusives... Um, what, what has happened historically every single time is if you have the, the season pass, after a X amount of time with the contract goes up, you get it because you got it at the season pass anyways. So yeah. the stuff that was GameStop exclusive, Target exclusive, and all that for like Arkham Knight, well, I didn't buy it there, but I bought yeah. the season pass, so I got everything. So that's another thing to think about if there's not that much if you don't I, if you're indecisive about it or if you don't care as much for this DLC just pick the right one okay so um, also in in a similar vein yeah um, I haven't been able to confirm this because we don't have all the information on this particular title but um, what I saw here I feel like you will be able to earn in game um, like that'd be great. like one of the one of the bonuses was like five hundred thousand dollar in game cash. Obviously, you can earn that if you play long enough. You can earn so, that if you play long enough, but that's a nice boost. It, that's it is. a nice boost and it, it, to. It allows you to jump into the next level cars. Me, every time I have to start with the little Toyota, whatever, yep. and bring my way up until yep. I remember how to play this game at low speeds, and then eventually get up. And and that's. I should that's, be. Able, I might be able to put my car right off the bat because uh, I was gonna say Forza. It usually is. So. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. I love the Miata. And then the <laughs> the last one, as far as release dates, we yeah. have July 26th, the Arkham Collection. For $50. I'm buying it. Which is... You are? Oh, yeah. Okay. So oh, it's, yeah. Ar- it's it's Arkham Asylum and Arkham City only. Because yeah. Dark Knight, or Arkham Knight, was already on next gen. Correct. And they do not speak of Origins. We don't talk about Origins. Origins never happened. But the first two are the best. They're, or they're I should say... Yeah, no, no, they're the best. Um, Arkham Knight was good. I, I got about halfway through Asylum, and so I, I think I'll probably pick this up. Or or if they give me a remastered version standalone. Remastered and it, just and it sh- one? What, yeah, because already, just... already, I, I played the crap out of City. Okay. I'm, I'm done with that one. I'm good. Um, so for me, this would be $50 for Arkham Asylum. I, I, got, you, I got you just for that. Oh, that makes sense. Um, one thing that I like, I mean... These are great games, and I'll play them again. But one thing I like about them, which uh, I haven't aired my grievance about this yet, but uh, Arkham Asylum, if you didn't know... Or not Arkham Asylum. Uh, Arkham Knight, if you didn't know, you can't actually beat the game without getting all the Riddler trophies. Yeah, the... the, egg, the There's more ending for you! No, like... Uh. Like, you have to finish getting all the Riddler trophies, and then you get to the last boss stuff, and the end of the game. Twitch, twitch. Yeah. Nope. I like the Riddler trophies, but don't tell me I got to get two hundred some trophies and track them down. Yep. And I don't care if you had a thing that lets me mark them on my map to look at them later because they did do that. Yeah. But I don't want to. I want to play the game. My Batman doesn't care about Riddler. Well, actually, I, I love Riddler. But when I was playing it, I didn't want to collect two hundred some trophies 
just to beat the game. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, I'll I, play these. I, I do like their version of Edward, though. I do. Like I know. I love it. I love it. I, uh, I always joke, especially because like I did, I did cosplay and throw that up here. The yeah, my, my cosplay of that Riddler. Yes, was was really really fun, and I I, and that's actually part of the reason that I started working out again mm-hmm. to fit into that suit again because <laughs> I, I did not fit a couple months ago, and I I don't think I'm quite able to fit in it again yet. Yeah, but I will get there. Did uh, did you already pick your thing for villains Halloween? Yeah, we're doing. Uh, the Sweeney oh, Todd. That's right, Sweeney Todd. I'm learning, Todd. I'm learning that's the right. songs. Which, uh, I, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's gonna be fun, and I'm learning I'm learning to sing the Sweeney Todd bits, and I'm gonna get to dye my hair. That'll be fun. That'll be. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Should you dye it black with the white? Yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be good. I like it. On our uh, our weird news, uh, we had a really cool Mario Maker level. Yes. Like okay, so so if you watch really the entire amazing. playthrough, because it's I, I okay did not I watch some clips. Okay, okay. The clip is it shows you it's it's like this, it it it's it's like I think the I think the the level title is Mechazilla or something Mechzilla. Yeah. But uh, what it does is you. Okay, so you you run away from him for a little while, and then he almost catches up to you, and you go into a pipe, and you can see the pipe going into him. You go inside the system and destroy it from the inside. That's amazing. It's a three-phase stage, and the last part is destroying the heart. Okay, that's amazing. It is awesome. Yeah. And incredible because like I need there's this. there's there's a bunch of yeah and and like uh, I I highly recommend yeah uh, finding finding the 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 ID for this stage and if you have Mario Maker play this level preferably without watching it somewhere because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do it tonight yeah sweet <laughs> it's so cool um, it's so cool and I wish I wish I could stream it yeah um I. I wish I could stream it, and I was also considering. I know that kind of ruins the point of the Steam Link, but I was considering finding a uh, like a pass through, uh, like a media PC. Put a media PC in there with a pass through HDMI, yeah. so then I can like capture uh, gameplay stuff. But yeah. for the most part, I'm doing it on an Xbox and PS4, so I don't really have a reason yeah. to. But um, for I'm, this, I'm hoping. I'm really, really hoping that that NX has. Some, if if they don't have some type of streaming capability with it, they 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 done goofed. Nintendo prediction it will not oh. predict it will it will that's my prediction uh, so you put it down there the Nintendo does not understand so the reason that I say that is because whenever I look at like oh and what's Nintendo gonna do they've been developing it for a while and on some aspects they've kind of started to come back but they haven't fixed it yet but they should they, they should they because should. gaming nowadays is so interactive not just with the game but with the audience, people watching you play a game, yeah. so they and, should, and especially, especially with Nintendo's style of games, because like, um, okay, Telltale, mm-hmm. yeah, watching watching that versus playing it, eh, not that different. Yeah. But like Nintendo games, the way that they feel and the gameplay, that is where Nintendo shines, and that is something that you don't get, yeah, with watching. That's true. And so their games are, ironically, more immune to the actual negative effects of streaming than any other game system developer whatever. They are. And yet and yet they're they the ones who the attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Speaking of YouTube, 
Yes. And and the the last bit of weird news for this week. So uh, there is a game that lets you like it's a dating sim. Right. The Japanese dating sims are very very popular uh, for dating uh, YouTube celebrity, YouTube gaming celebrities. Yes. Uh, Peanut Butter Gamer is on there. Uh, Markiplier is on there, right? I mean, I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's a dating sim for all these all these uh, YouTubers, and that's just it's odd. Um, and and I think I think this might actually take the crown um, from How to Full Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh as yeah. Far as, as far as far as weird dating sims, I don't know. I think the fact that it's real people, it's kind of weird. I mean, makes it makes it a little bit creepier. Mm. It, it it definitely wins on the creepy scale. Yeah. I don't know if it's weirder than being a a the only human in a pigeon high school. No. Dating sim. No, it. I, I don't think it's that weird. Okay. But it is so, kind of cool, creepy. It's quasi creepy. Yes. Um. But Dodger's not on there. So since Dodger's not on there. I'm not gonna play it. Okay, so. Okay, so if you could date someone, if you could throw a YouTube personality in there, who would you want to date? I just said Dodger. Dodger. She's getting married though. So. Okay. Good on for her. <laughs> I want to date. I want to date Tim. Tim Geddes. Oh. <laughs> he's he's the the most fun and like so excited about stuff. Very excited and I, and I, and I really. Quasi naive really about certain things, yeah. and, and yeah, but naive, but also eager to learn. Very much so. And that's 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 one of the things because like um, I would how- say between him, between him and uh, and Nick, there uh, I love their series. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I like I, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and get the the Miller Moriarty shirt. Yeah, um, but uh, honestly. Moriarty seems like, like I, I love him, but I would not want to date that guy. No, nope. and and I, I, I mean, I hung out with him, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, along with a bunch of other people as well. Yeah, and he was he was cool, like, and you're welcome cool to come over intense, here or for us to go to but Buffalo like his, Wild Wings, his, or whatever. His idiosyncrasies take it way past where where I would yeah. be willing to put up with. I would I would I would be friends with him just in an instant. Yeah, yeah. and Greg, I mean, uh, Colin, I could see sitting and and chatting. Colin is so intellectual and understand not only even the stuff that I don't agree with him on. Yeah. Um, like we we talked about politics and some things that I did not agree with him on, mm-hmm. but I could see his point of view because of the way that he yeah. explained and, it, and, he, and it, it was valid. And the points of view that he has mm-hmm. are are well thought out, and they he are. has a reason for them, and he can explain that reason yes. to you, which is so far above and yeah. beyond <laughs> beyond. Yeah. Uh, like that's that's just so far past what most people think, and that's yeah. that's something that I that I strive for. Is yeah, I, I agree. If if I'm going to have an opinion and I'm going to state it to someone else, I need to be able to back that up. That's important to me. That's why I read Twilight. Huh? <laughs> Bet you didn't know that. So come back next week if if you if you manage to sit through all this. Thanks. Yeah. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys so. later.